0: All right, let's have the conversation. All right, our topic today is a uh, new year, new me, which it is a new year. We made it out of 2020. Thank the Lord. It's 2021, but nothing has changed. <laughs> so no, <laughs> but uh, we made it over. Mm. We made it over into 2021. Thankful unto the Lord, and we just give Him glory, honor, and praise. Um Lele, do you want to say the prayer, hon? Go ahead. No, okay. <laughs> she literally said no.
1: Mommy, yeah, yeah. yeah. It
0: is, yes, Yanni. Okay, go ahead. And pray. <laughs> uh, Njoe, you want to
2: pray? Yes. Lord, we thank you for another time to gather together to be a witness unto you, Lord, to open the minds of others, to discuss the things of you and how to better ourselves in you and your kingdom. Lord, we pray that this is a blessed time that someone is informed, someone is helped in some way or another, and even ourselves, Lord. We thank you for this time again. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen, and we bless the Lord okay so divine discussions um so the topic today is um new year new me and of course you know every time the new year comes around or we're we'll about to go into a new year you know we have all of these plans that of well, what we're going to do what we're we not going to do in the new year and we make all these declarations and all of this stuff um you know as we're entering into that new year. So, um, <clears throat> the first question is uh, Should we make New Year's resolutions? Should we make New Year's okay, resolutions?
2: Question, captions? <laughs> yes.
0: And if anybody comments, go on,
2: I mean, I don't see a problem. Um, It's always good to want to um, better yourself, um, because that's usually what people make their resolutions for. Um, It's always good to have a refreshing of spiritual and natural things. So I think it's quite all right to make a resolution. Um, It's even better to stick to it, because that's usually the problem, but yeah.
0: okay.
1: All right. I agree with Bay Najol. Because um the Bible says write division and make it plain. Um I person you know, people have their personal conviction. I personally don't be doing it. Like I saw somebody that was like in twenty twenty one we fold them the clothes as soon as they come out the dryer lying. I know I'm not that's not gonna happen, <laughs> not gonna do that. But I believe that it's important to like write down. A lot of times you feel like if you don't write down goals, you don't ever accomplish them. You know what I mean? Like not saying you can't accomplish something without writing them down, but sometimes you gotta put a plan in place for some things to happen. Like if you buying a house and you don't do nothing to lead up to the house and then you get there, you're mad that your application declined because you ain't do nothing. So I don't see nothing wrong with it. I think it's important. But I don't think that you should do stuff that's um unrealistic expectation. Like if you making twenty five thousand dollars and then you was like by March, I want to make a million dollars a year. I mean, I can do it, but it's like, let's come on, y'all. <laughs> let's think about it.
0: Okay. Um, Abenae, anything? Okay. So um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. I agree. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anything is wrong with it either. Um, so Lindsay kind of. Let me into my next question, which is, do we set um, realistic expectations for ourselves? Um, a lot of us are, as I said before, we go into the new year, you know, saying, okay, Lord, I'm going to read the Bible more this year, or I'm going to give more tithes and offering this year, or, um, you know, that thing that I'm struggling with, I'm going to let it go this year. And, but we do nothing to, um, like you said, we do nothing to you know, press towards that goal. We never open the Bible. We, um, are stingy with our money or we don't pray. We don't fast. And then we think that the thing we're struggling with is going to go away. So do we set, um, realistic expectations for ourselves to be able to, um, go after or achieve those new year's resolutions that we, um, set for ourselves?
1: I'll be trying not to talk first. Um, unrealistic. I don't think we all, again, this lady at my church, she say some and some. Some people set unrealistic expectations and they leave themselves in deport, disappointment. Like, if you 700 pounds, <laughs> please don't say no go to lose 500 pounds by March. Again. Mommy, mommy. It's, um, go give it to daddy. It to daddy. Um, so, again, it's like, think that's where accountability comes in and i think that's where your friends play a a a good role in your lives because it's like a lot of times i run stuff by y'all it's like do this sound right or do this sound good you know because people gonna tell you the truth like sometimes stuff sounds good in our head like them get rich quick schemes like like them pyramid things that can't well it never sound good to me because i'm not giving you you no thousand dollars but It sound good. Like, if I flip this at the end of it, we're going to get $8,000. And sometimes stuff looks good outwardly to you, but you need to run that by somebody else. Like, it's like, do this sound good? Like, for example, all of y'all have different strengths and different weaknesses. If I call Yanni and be like, Yanni, you're a musician. I'm like, Yanni, I wrote this song. Do this sound good? And you're like, nonsense, you can't even sing. Why are you doing that? You know for sure. Even math, I'm like, babe, do this look good? Or whatever it is, even obvious. I think it's important to have people around you who are going to tell you the truth and who are going to steer you in the right direction. Because I feel like we do set, I, no, I don't, stop lying, set unrealistic expectations for ourselves sometimes. And it's important for people to put you in a place like, okay, you know, let's, Let's build a swimming pool before we try to build, you know, create a whole Grand Canyon. But then I can't remember what the second part of your question was. No, that was
0: uh that was it. Did we set realistic expectations for ourselves?
1: Yeah, I believe some people do, but with those some people, they also have like mentors and stuff like that. So like your accountability partners or your friends, they should let you know that this is this is realistic or this is unrealistic. Um and that's why it's so important to have, you know. Those people around you who gonna tell you the truth and be like nonsense. that don't even sound right. Like we need to go ahead and do this because a lot of times when you set real unrealistic expectations for yourself, it ends and it ends in failure. And then you got a whole now you're struggling with defeat. It's so much more that comes with setting unrealistic expectations for yourself. And then you like, man, I I wasn't God didn't call me to do this. But half the time He called you to do it. He may have called you to do it this time or at this particular point. But that's why it's so important. Um,
0: One thing I will add in there Is the same way I guess that we Make our declarations or the same way We pray or whatever like that um, We're praying unto the Lord And yes he's listening but the devil Is also listening as well so We have to be mindful of that um, That you know if you're saying You're going to do something of course the devil Is going to you know rear his little head To make sure that you don't do it or To put obstacles in your way to make sure That you know that doesn't fulfill itself. Um so y'all can go ahead.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think on average we do. Uh, I think the most important part though is the follow through portion of it. Because we could say something like, I'm gonna read my scripture more this year. That's that's something that you can live up to. But are you actually going to do it? Like are you actually going to set aside time every day, certain amount of scriptures a day, whatever it is, or any, any goal that it is that you are setting. Um, I think that's what usually the biggest problem is, um, especially when it's the new year. It's like the first week you are strong and doing your thing, and it's like by February, <laughs> everything is dropped. So I think it's usually like um, having an issue with the follow-through and actually like committing yourself or like Lindsay was saying, having a community partner and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah.
0: And it's the same way when we get the Holy Ghost. You know, we're on fire for the Lord. And then a couple of months from then, we we'll tired already. <laughs> uh, Abide?
3: Um, I would definitely agree and say that um, it's more about the follow through, all about your dedication, all about your endurance through whatever that you're going to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, i was gonna say i don't think it's necessarily the same thing as receiving the holy ghost i see where the um yeah. like i see where the why you brought that up but then it, it might be the same thing so I don't, i'm not necessarily sure but yeah i think it's more so the um then like following through with it it's one thing to say you're going to do this but um it's more so the action um same thing is saying it but are you really going to put forth their effort and do this and do that that you say you're going to do what's the plan in place to do what you say you're going to do for the new year
1: i agree with Aubie. um i just want to bring this point out because i was watching embers live and i think it's called thrive with e don't quote uh-huh. me on that but on friday uh-huh. one of the lady one of the ladies was up there and she said we out here planting trees, but we don't have no roots. And I thought that that was a good point to bring up. It's like, you gotta have some roots. Like a lot of times we waiting for a forest to come, but we ain't tilled the land, we ain't planted no seeds. And I think that's all encompassing of what Albany and joel says in the fall. Yeah. It's like it's in the plants. It's like we want the the manifestation of some things, but we don't want to do the work that produces the manifestation. So it's very important to plant roots and not just try to build trees.
0: And um, I think it's important to, you know, tell maybe people that you trust. You can't tell everybody, but I think it's important to tell, you know, certain individuals who you may trust or, you know, certain friends, um, what your goals are, or if there is a struggle that you have, you know, to say, or even in the natural, like, Hey, you know, I'm saving to, you know, try to get a house or getting a house is my goal, you know, something that I'm trying to accomplish this year. So, um, as a friend, you are, are supposed to hold me accountable for that. Like I, I know Abine will tell me <laughs> that's a dumb purchase that you made when um, you could have put that money in the bank or something like that. So um, it goes back to that accountability again. Um, so my next question is, why is it so hard to stay consistent? Um, and that goes many different ways. Why is it so hard to stay consistent in God? consistent in church, um, (laughs) consistent, um, with our walk with God, why is it so hard to stay consistent or focused on the goal?
3: I do want to say that is why, that is why I was going to say that, um, it wasn't the same thing as the Holy Ghost because that's something that I've heard a lot personally in church. Like when you first get the Holy Ghost, well, I think everybody probably has actually. Like you're on fire, but then like the fire kind of dims or I guess, I won't say the fire is out, but it's not the same. And I've always been one to say, well, I think it's the same because you begin to go through tests and trials. When you first get the Holy Ghost, you're a new babe in Christ. You're still sipping on milk, but then you begin to eat meat. You begin to eat broccoli and Brussels sprouts and all that. So it's like, okay, it's like somebody who just gets in church. And this is just me, uh, my opinion, I guess. But like somebody who just goes in church, I say they didn't grow up in church and they kind of know the minimum about the Bible, but then they receive the Holy Ghost and they get baptized. But then they start reading for themselves and then they're like, well, I thought the scripture meant this, but then so-and-so is telling me this. That then creates a question, and then creates confusion because you're told that you're supposed to do this, but then you see Sister Sally over here at that church doing that. And now you're not sure on why she does it. And she saved but you don't do it. And you're saved. So when somebody first gets saved, I think sometimes the, the height of it, I guess I should, it's is different because you're so full. You just received the gift of the Lord. But after that, so many things come to shift you. They're there to test you. And there are times you're going to fail your test. That's why the test keeps coming back to you until you pass the test. So a lot of times when that reference is used, I tend to be one, and I could be wrong, but I say it's a lie in church. I think like that sometimes is a bad comparison, and I could be wrong with that again because when you get the Holy Ghost, you're gonna go through things, and you're gonna be discouraged. That's why the scriptures are there to encourage us. So I think sometimes we use the Holy Ghost as a we we're not on fire like we were no more. Sometimes you're not gonna be on fire. I don't believe there's one person I can say they've been tired. They they've been on fire that consistent you know time through being saved. But I don't think it's it's not gonna be like that. That's why the scripture is there to encourage Jesus himself wept. So there's times when you're crying, there's tears of joy and there's tears of sorrow. So I think that is why sometimes we um, we do, I'm going to say our fire is <laughs> burning because it should be burning, but I think sometimes that's why we're not the same all the time, if that makes sense. And I guess when one of you speak, you can correct me or, you know, Oh. Okay, and I guess I'll tie that into what I'm about to say next. Yeah, because that is important to have somebody, yeah, actually will tie what Teresa said into what um, I was about to say. I'm not sure why it's so hard to stay safe sometimes, Um, depending on what it is that your struggle might be. I I, I was just thinking about this um, actually maybe like last week or earlier this week, um, because it's funny because I was thinking about that as you asked this question, like I remember co- always hearing like, it's not hard to be saved the way of a transcriptor is hard. <laughs> and I actually need to look up that scripture because I want to look up the context of it because there are struggles with being saved and I think sometimes as a church we make it seem like it's like so sailing when it's not. So when I say I don't know why it's so hard, my reference is more so why we're so easily tossed to and fro to getting sunk in sin. There's a difference between slipping up um, yeah, that's pretty much it. What Candace just said, our focus is do shift. But, and I guess that could be the answer. We lose our focus um, because I just sometimes get confused because we've all been there. I've been there. Now I've been there before. But why? It's like we get, um, we talked about it before in Bible study, but there's a difference between sinning and dwelling in sin. And that's where my confusion lies on why we consistently dwell in sin and not just say, oh, I sinned once. Oh, I sinned and did that same sin five times. Let me not make it 10 times, but it's like we just continue to dwell in that sin, and, and God is not in that, in that. When you, there's a difference between what you have a problem and you're praying to the Lord to deliver you from that problem, then just enjoying it, the problem and thinking that the Lord is okay with that. Because I know, and I think somebody who's Holy Ghost filled knows that the Lord is not okay with that. Um, so I really don't have the answer to that question. Maybe Lindsay and the Joel do. I don't know why it's so hard um, to stay consistently being saved. I'm really not sure. And I don't want to put it like that because I was literally just thinking about that because I don't know if that scripture necessarily means that a way of a transgression is hard because I've stood up and asked myself, so everybody here is telling me that it's easy to save. because I don't, I don't necessarily say, I can't say that. That's, I don't know if I could say that. Um, and the answer that I've gotten sometimes is that, well, it's not easy because you want to do wrong. No, that's not it. But there's a test right here, there's a trial. There's confusion right here, and a lot of times, us as God's people, we create the own confusion. There are times where I knew God said yes, but I said no, so now I have my own confusion. But there's confusion sometimes that we might have, like the, the example that I used earlier, when you have somebody that's young and fresh in church, and they have a question on why somebody does this, but they don't do that. That's confusion. <laughs> and you're telling me that I can't because it's a sin, but then they say it's not a sin. That type of stuff creates confusion. So I'm not really sure, but I did just want to say those two things, especially about when we're on fire for God, because I hear that so often. And it's like, of course you were on fire for God. You're just coming to Christ. I've been doing this thing for 12 years. So you don't know what I've been through. Hey, so tell me that I'm not on fire for Christ when, you know what I mean? So I don't know. But I just feel like that's sometimes something that we, use. And we should always be on fire for Christ. Yes. But there's things that we go through in this walk. And I don't believe anybody's been on fire for Christ for the whole 55 years. Do it. if
1: they had then they can correct me because i don't i don't i don't believe that but yeah that's all i agree um in some regards i remember growing up in church not growing up in church you know when i got saved and the mother said baby you better get the holy ghost because the holy ghost is what keeps you um, I do agree that there are some seasons that are more difficult than the other. I think Candace said that it's because a person shifts, fo- a person's sh- uh, focus shifts, um, and we know that because um, Peter didn't begin to sink until he took his eyes off of Jesus when he walked on the water. When his eyes was directly focused on. finish, Thank you. Okay. When his eyes were directly inf- fixated upon God, he began to walk on water, just like God. And, and I believe that when we say our, our person shifts focus, I believe that that's he she's indicating that our heart has moved. Um and Matthew 6 and 21 says, because you know, some I make sure I give the word for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Um and I believe where your heart is, that's where your focus is. Mr. Spelman used to say it's easy. It's easy to live this way and i'm not saying that it's easy to be saved because it's not there are dark days there are days where you are discouraged even today even when you text me LV, and you says are you all right i was like "Nah," but i'm gonna praise god until it is all right um and i believe that i believe that a lot of times it gets hard for us to stay consistent because our mindset and our focus is off our mindset is focused on everything but the kingdom And I think I've said this before, and it becomes repetitive, so I hope it's not repetitive to anyone. But what my husband taught me was, how can I expect a meal on Monday to sustain me till Sunday? You have to eat every day unless you're fasting for the Lord. And I'm not saying that you're still not going to get discouraged, but it's a little bit easier to fight. I would assume I'm not a boxer, so I can't even give that example. But marathon, when I'm running, I find it easier when my body is conditioned to run than when we first start. Like when we first started, Yanni, we was probably tired out there sweating. But I feel like we too, it got easier because our body became conditioned to, you know, running, hitting the pavement, working out. And I believe that when we become conditioned to intimate time and study with Christ, certain situations get easier. Like, you know how sometimes when we first get saved, some stuff might bother you. Well, well, babe stays. You holy Ghost goes high. Can't nobody tell you nothing. You're trying to save the whole world and dip them all in Jesus name. But there are some things that don't bother you as much. And then when you've been this way for a long time, it start bothering you in a little bit. But a lot of times if we are, if, Lindsay, let me speak personally, is honest with herself. A lot of times when I am sinking, so to have it, it's truly when I took my focus off of God. My focus is truly on the situation. It's on the problem and not the problem solver. Um, And I'm not even trying to be deep or trying to be cliche about it. It's like when you are struggling with something, if you have victory in your mind, it's easier to overcome it. Like it's like saying like that. Um. Well, Bible says let like, this mind be you, which is also in Christ Jesus. But like you have to have a mindset. Like a lot of these athletes, when they, I mean, these famous athletes, when they go down and they have these big injuries, they go back and tell their story about how they were rehabilitated. Was all in their mind. Like it's it's not even physical. It's like it's it's ten percent physical, ninety percent mental. And I think that is a. Uh, A great issue in consistency is that oftentimes we lose our focus on what our heart is and we have to do things continually. Even with the food thing, it's just like taking a bath. You can't expect to smell fresh on Friday if you only took one shower on Monday at 6 a.m. And I personally believe I do not believe there will not be hard times. I personally do not believe there will not be hard days but it becomes easier to live in those hard days when we have conditioned our prayer life, our study life, our focus, fasting and praying in those areas or realms. That's it. All
0: right. um, Mejo? Or any other comment?
2: You can go ahead.
0: Um, all right. So my next question was: um, Do you do be, do you believe that you are capable of doing more um, than you are currently right now? Um, and that could be spiritually, naturally. Um, do you believe that you are capable of doing more than you are doing right now? And if so. Um, what is preventing you from being able to do what you think you're capable of?
2: Um, I definitely believe that I am, you know, capable of doing more. Um, my biggest issue is that I am a perfectionist. So if I'm going to branch out and do something and it's not all the way right in my head, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Um, and you know learning how to be better in something is about failing because you have to learn okay this didn't work this way so now I got to go back and try it again this way but that's my problem I want it to be done right the first way for the first time and then be over with it and keep going uh, that's for me personally that's my biggest issue that like I want it to be just right to my liking um, and so sometimes when it comes to certain things I don't really want to branch out and say, "Okay, I can do this. I can do that." It's pretty sure naturally because of myself. That's my hindrance is myself.
0: Pretty much, I think we're all our own hindrances <laughs> um, from a lot of things. Anybody else?
3: I mean you asked the question and then you kinda answered it. <laughs> but <laughs> um yeah, yes, and it would be self. I'm, I'm not a perfectionist like the Joel, But yeah, it, it definitely would yeah. It definitely would be self. I I don't I think the answer probably would be self like you said for um anybody unless the, it's like a child. It's like a minor or something like that, but yeah.
1: are you saying are we capable like in what facet do you believe that we're capable of doing more in our personal lives in the church it,
0: either way I said not naturally or spiritually um, I'm sure there's plenty that we're more capable of doing when it comes to the kingdom um, <laughs> otherwise everybody would probably, probably be saved. Um so I mean there's there's always you oh know, I'm sorry I thought you
3: meant spiritually
0: no naturally or spiritually Um but of course, you know, there's always, you know, we're always going to be lacking, I guess. Oh, in- well,
3: well then I might have to change my answer because, <laughs> I mean, I don't really think, that what is there, I mean, I don't know what you mean then. I guess I'm glad Lindsay has the question because I thought you meant spiritually, but naturally, what do you mean? I, I guess I need you to expel on the
1: question if you would. I kind of get it a little bit and I hope, I mean, I don't want to cut you off. Well, maybe Lindsay, like okay, right. no, you're
3: not. Maybe your response will help me because I don't know then.
1: I think we not always, I think each person is different. Excuse the background noise, guys. They just got a new toy in the mail. Um and I think personally, let me speak from let me speak from Lindsay's perspective. I think I am capable of doing more. And I think I posted Okay, okay. I think I posted a status and I posted the status that 2020 exposed where I was with God. And I have sat in meetings and I have allowed people to belittle me because I didn't believe that I could do certain things. You know, it's like sometimes you get stuck in a category that people place you in and people will place you in um, certain categories and you feel like you're supposed to stay there. And that's the crazy thing about it. It's like when I look at some of the greatest prophets and the people of the world, they were people who didn't look like they fit the mold. So I think even physically, we are capable of more. That's why it's so important to link up with the people God intended for you to link up with. Like, Bay is a perfectionist. A Benet is a, I don't know the word I want to use, a follow-through person. Like, if she want to get something done, she going to text you like seven or eight times. Y'all know me. I've been and forgot about it. Y'all got to remind me three or four times that this is what we're doing. Or Yanni going to do something, and she just going to start it. Like, she ain't gonna ask no question. This is what we're doing this time. So, it's like, it's so important. Again, we go back to having the people in your lives because it's like, like, for example, for me, sometimes if I don't feel like I'm capable, the Joel is gonna help me perfect that thing which I may feel like I'm incapable of. Albany is going to push me every day so I can't forget it. Like, this is what you're doing. Because you talk yourself out of some things sometimes. Like, we talk ourselves out of our own blessings. And Albany was like, nah, you said yesterday we about to do this. So she's going to call you today at 8, at 11. You were supposed to text me. You were supposed to tell me. And this is what we're going to do. And y'all going to be like, just start it. Just do it. So it's like, yes, I believe we are capable of doing more um, mentally, physically. And it's just so important, and I'm going on a whole tangent here. It's like because representation matters. I'm going on black is so representation matters. And I was watching a video before we got up here, and it's like sometimes we don't see what the people we look like in those positions. And representation to people like my girls, it matters to see people out here doing those things. So we are deaf, you know. I definitely feel we're capable of doing more for the Lord. Because this seven days a week 24 hours a day and we can spend some time with with the Lord a little bit more in prayer and fasting and seeking God but sometimes we tend to some of us Saints I will say tend to push the physical capabilities of growth away but it's like nah you could do more God didn't call all of us to be poor to be broke he did say the poor gonna be with you always but There's a work and a knowledge that all of us have. And I feel like if we bind it together in unity, Bishop Wilson just preached this this morning. Um, Bishop Wilson said that um, a brother and a sister is born out of of adversity. And he was saying was that he never asked for his natural siblings. One of his baby siblings was born when he was a grown man. He said, but God knew he would need them to pray him through later in his life. He never asked for him. He does tell his mom and daddy send me another sibling. And I think that's just how it is for us in the spiritual realm as well. It's like sometimes we say, I don't like sis, or she get on my nerves. But God, no. Like when the two of y'all link up, what y'all can do together? So I was like, yes, we are capable of doing so much more. But linking up with the right people? is so crucial and allowing them to identify. Because I can't see it all. Some stuff I don't have a vision to see because it's not my gift or it's not my craft. But like, for example, y'all know I just be ready to sing. It don't got to sound right. The pictures don't even be right. So I'm like, no, nah, that's not it. That ain't it because y'all got a different vision and y'all honed in differently. So I was like, yes, we're capable of doing so much more. But the key issue is after we identify what we want to do, find the people who gonna push you to get to perfect that. Like, that's what's so important. Like, you know, we talk about things like, I don't know if this was our topic this year and you know with COVID, it just knocked out. But where do we go from here? Like find somebody to, to pull up the blueprints for you. Cause it's just like the people around you are so gifted in so many areas that it's just linking up with them. But yeah, that's it.
0: Right. And um, pretty much just piggybacking off of what you said, be... A lot of times put ourselves in a box. Um, I know I do it all the time. Um, even, you know, in the Bible, Moses was like, Lord, you want me to speak? Like, and that's how I'd be talking to the Lord. Like, you want me to speak? No, that's not my thing. No, I'll go get on the drums or something. That's not, that's not what I do. So you can call somebody. <laughs> you get call somebody else. And uh, I get asked a lot to do. A lot of things and i'm 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 personally not comfortable with it even though on my mind is like i have so much to say but physically i don't feel that i'm capable of doing it so we you all put ourselves- out there and do it and um <laughs> well, we all put ourselves in the box and um you know we're all capable of much more especially when it comes to the kingdom now joe did you answer the question already or no
2: Can, Can you hear you? <laughs> I'm like, what? um, yes, I did answer. I was the first one, sorry. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs>
3: okay. I, um, I did not. Oh, because I didn't know you meant um.
0: Yeah, so, I said. I you still know. kind of don't
3: know what I should <laughs> say with you, because I mean, like, I mean, i to self-centered. I guess I'm being like, as far as for like. I mean, I don't have like a family and stuff like that. So kind of like, what do you mean? I don't have children or a husband or anything like that. But I mean, there's still more that I, I mean, I know about like different things because of my line of work and stuff like that. So I guess I'm kind of thinking wrong. I don't think I'm answering the question
0: well, take properly. For example, take it for an example, when you came to us and you was like, you don't know if, you know, you would be capable of doing, you know, being an underwriter. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So you kind of put yourself in a box or you were I mean, thinking
3: um, about some the
0: other things. I mean...
3: Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say, okay. like, sometimes, you, not about, I guess this is spiritual, but sometimes you just ha- have to go out and do things. Like, I was listening to um, Ricky's podcast with the Joe, and this is something that I have been saying, because you said, like, there's things you feel like you have so much to say, you just won't. I will use convocation and you congress as a prime example. There's times where I have been, like I said, I go to youth Congress, and I go Monday night, but I go Tuesday, and they read in the little book with the Endeavor and all that, and all of a sudden, I'm the provider for the next night. No one, and this is, oh, buy from Kojika is, read well, y'all know, I just, y'all know I don't mean nothing, but Sister Debbie come ask me, Sister Vanessa, nobody come ask me to slap my name on that program. Nobody said no, and there's times where they do, and I know that I'm probably not going to say no, but nobody comes and they say anything. Now, I'm bringing this up to say... Sometimes you, the more you get out, because Joel has said this, but it's true. The more that you go out and you do things like that without the time to be like, oh my God, when I get, and that's the more you get practice because it's not your home church. It's it's not in front of the people that you're comfortable with and the people that you know. You have to get out there and be like, now I have to do this. Now I got. It. And sometimes it's not the night before. Sometimes it's like, can you do praise and worship tonight? Or get? A, I have been out there where like we need you to be in charge of the choir now or tonight or I remember one time they were like <laughs> something choir and I'm like who was that and, okay and we hit and the Joel and them up there and, I mean sometimes you have to get out there and I say that because the more that you get out there and do something the more practice you're gonna have to where it's like I remember I went to Faith Tab one night and Bryce asked me to do praise and worship. I'm like I'm a visitor at your church this is your service this is not mine. Why am I doing testimony service at Faith Tabernacle Church? <laughs> like, I'm not here but the more you do stuff like that the more like as NaJo said in the podcast there was a day at work where she just kind of had to do some, some big ceremony in front of all these people but because of stuff like church like that it's like nothing you be up there talking about Inspire and you'd had a 20 minute talk on just one word because you've learned how to do stuff from church so you just kind of got to get out there when it comes to locking yourself in the box and the more you do stuff you just be like oh, okay I can do this. Now, with me and my job or me not knowing that I could do things, I guess that's the same thing. But you just have to, to do stuff like that when it comes to it. if somebody's listening in the same way. you just gotta get out there and do it. And the more you do it, the more you'll be like, oh, Okay, I can do this because I mean it's not like I have a choice, but you just gotta do it. You'll get better. Yeah, yeah if it. get better, you'll be you'll become more comfortable and you just be like, All right.
0: I mean, I guess sometimes you gotta just be probably thrown in the fire, you know, to see <laughs> what you made of and how you come out of it. Yeah, because um, you're
3: going to come out of it great either, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to have another opportunity or another voluntary time where you're going to have to be doing something, especially in church. True. Even at assembly where you're a guest.
0: <laughs> all right, next question is What's one thing you would change about yourself and what's preventing that change from happening? Um, For me, I guess that's one of them. Me being so, um, you know, just chill, relaxed. you know, not really, you know, just chill in the cut. And sometimes that, you know, naturally and spiritually, again, you know, it can hold me back from so many things, you know, and sometimes you just need to be assertive in some things or, you know. And I'm, sometimes I'm just way too relaxed. So that's my thing. Um, what's preventing the change from happening is me. There's no other explanation to it. Anyone else?
3: I laughed because the first thing I thought was my weight. So I was just like... We can't. <laughs> um, I mean... That is, I mean, well, I mean, if I don't ever again lose a pound, okay, but one um, thing I would change even though Make things that like, some of the things that I want, huh?
0: Natural or natural? Or- yeah.
3: Well, my feet is kind of big because I'd be like, oh, Lord, but no, <laughs> like, maybe they they're <laughs> We, they flat, you know. It's, everybody should have a little arch. But okay, if I there's I'm so stupid. Um, if there was one thing I could change, the things that I actually want to work on, I feel like I like if I mentioned like being sensitive stuff. I don't necessarily want to change those because those make me who I am. And a lot of times I feel like the Lord made me these ways for reasons. Um, and I, w- I wouldn't be able to connect or this and that if I wasn't like that. So I'm not gonna say that. And I'm just but. Probably, a lot. lie. I mean, but those are small things, really. I just told him to Joe and the dad and they on my volume because I was, like, yelling on the voice memo for no reason. But that's me all the time. I'm always loud. Probably the tone of my voice. I feel like that's a big thing. And that might sound little, but it's not. Because, like, even when I used to work not on it. the phone, even when I work on it's, it, because it, it ruins my delivery and things. And I, like, over in like, even when I'm, like, typing an email or if I'm, like, texting, I'm like, that sounds rude. And because I know my tone, and if they read it, my tone, it comes across rude. Like, I haven't raised them, and they're like, mm, that don't sound right. So definitely by the tone of my voice, it's very, like, you know, cutthroat. There's no it's sprinkles or animation to it. And I don't know how to make it. I mean, I can, like, influctuate. Like, if I'm on the phone, like, if it's job-worthy, y'all know, I, hello. I can turn the phone voice on quick if I need to, because I'm used to doing that. But just me being chill, I have, like, no, like... Sprinkles and I don't know like that's just not who I am and it's not that I'm being rude but I just be like okay and I know somebody's like hey you know like that it sounds better but for me it's like, okay and then my facial expression don't help because I'm always like if people just like they think that I'm one way when I'm really just not that's just my face it can't help I don't know what. maybe I should sit like that sometimes in church or something but that's one thing naturally are these like light things or these like deep things? Because I feel like I'm just rambling on and I haven't given nobody a chance to talk.
0: I said one thing, ma'am. One. Uh, okay,
3: well then that's it. All right, go ahead and joke because she don't like she want to talk with that turd turd on her head. So go ahead, girl. No, I was just laughing
2: because <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> y'all know I'm dumb. Uh, okay, I do know. Um, I'm not going to say specifically on this, but there are. Thing, but there's one thing I can think of right now that I know I'm more than capable of doing, um, and I've been told too many times. Um, so I think what I would change is just getting rid of that shyness to just walk in it, like just do it, be about it. Um, people have more confidence in me than I have my own self, and it's just like, like that's really makes you because... <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, everybody, you're your own, you're your biggest critic, you know, so. Right. I think because you can, a hundred people can tell me, oh, you're great at this, you're great at this, you're great at this, but if I don't feel like I'm great, then in my mind I'm just not, but I think it's a matter of me building, what's preventing me, yeah, me building up, you know, the confidence, like, girl, just own it and do it. And be about it because got it. Someone else has some other comments, but I'm not going to address those. <laughs> so that's
0: my answer. Yeah, I I think it's you know that's when we're able to, when other people are able to see, to see things in us that we don't see in ourselves, the drums. Um, I think it says a lot. Um, even outside of that, like my pastor told me all that. <laughs> I mean, all of that. My presence tells me a lot, you know, there's other things that, you know, I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm like, I don't see what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, but I, I, th- I find that, you know, dope that other people are able to see some things in you, whether prophetically or, um, you know, even on the natural side that you don't see in yourself or you don't believe.
1: Um, so, yeah. I think mine would just be like base. Like I just, I don't know if there's nothing that I would. <laughs> <laughs> in right there. There. Um, I just it just would be so. my only thing. Oh, I probably would change like, would be the enough.
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> The um, it would be the um. <laughs> the
1: confidence in some certain areas, like sometimes I don't always believe the things that I can do. Like I know, um, I know uh Bay just said that um sometimes people believe you can do more than you can do. But sometimes it's even like, I know that I possess, I possess certain things, but the confidence to walk in, th- walk through or to, you know, put those ideas to paper, you know, it's like that type of confidence um, is what I really wish I would change, like, some people just have that knack for like if i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna do it and'm I'm, I'm more apprehensive of like um should i do this should i say this should, I, should it be like that or should you know should i do certain things and the, i have a question when she's done sorry the, oh no you're fine and the way my baby keep bringing me cheetos and the way <laughs> mommy, dear, mommy, dear, and the dear, way that i would change mommy. that is that is i believe god is changing that i believe that this year god let me know like Gideon. i don't know if anybody's familiar i'm sure y'all familiar with the story of gideon gideon asked god to show him things several times like had already showed him brother i'm with you he already showed you that you yeah. know that if there was an army against yeah. him and he only i think gideon only had 100 men and they overtook the army and gideon was still scared he was like god if this you i don't know let's put it in your terms god if this you let me go to the grocery store and let somebody pay for my groceries God did it. God. If this you let, me get to the gas. If you, let me get to the gas station and let somebody fill up my tank. And I think God is showing me that. God is showing me the power that he has given me and the things that he has allowed me to possess. But the only mommy, thing... Mommy. I'm just going to end my question. <laughs> Y'all got a joke. So... Oh, did you have to
3: say? My bad.
0: No, but yeah, um, I think that happens a lot. We ask the Lord to pretty much confirm things. He confirms it. And then we still walk in fear or we walk, um, we're still not confident. Um, You you can go ahead.
3: My question is, okay, because listening to y'all talk, um, and this is, maybe I should. Well, Because I've okay, like, like Ayanna brought up like that whole underwriting thing when it came to me. Um, and different things like that. So my question would be okay, so just listening, like I well, all three of y'all something about confidence, right? Yeah. Okay. Now my whole thing is as Ayanna just said like a couple moments moments ago that like she'll make a purchase or she'll ask let me rephrase she'll ask me about the purchase my opinion is given and then she does the opposite of what i said <laughs> so that's that now my question is like how do you what would you say because you said you're asking god well i don't think you are all said that you're asking god but you wish you had that kind of specific areas and i'm sure we all can relate to that in some ways because i can too but why is it that you have that confidence in specific areas, but in not some areas? And I guess one thing that's sticking out to me is mainly Ayana. <laughs> and not to necessarily single her out, but if she wants something, especially a technology purchase, she's just going to get it. So why is that not applied to other things? If you want to, if you have something to say and you want to say it, why can't you necessarily work to apply that to the same thing that, why can't you work to apply that same I don't know what you say, bullheadedness or however you want to word it to necessarily speaking, because you said that you want to do this and you want to do that. And you know, the Lord had this for you. And when it comes to, to certain things, why can't you apply that same thing? Because there could be a person that you know you necessarily shouldn't do get and you still go right on and do it. So why, why do you think that it's harder to apply those same confidences to a lot of other areas of your life? because just listening to y'all talk, it really stuck out with me with Ayanna, because she said it just like she's like, you know, she might sit in the cut, as she put it, and she won't say anything, but it's like, you don't sit in the cut when it comes to an iPad Pro. You don't sit in the cut when it comes to Series 1000, WFX, all this other stuff. You just go right on and do it with, with nothing. Is it because that it's still, I mean, it has nothing to do with you being limelight, or do you think that's why? Yes, lay. I'm talking. Hey, girl. So that's kind of it, like,
0: what do you think? Like why do you think that's so difficult? I don't know. I, I really can't explain that. I guess it's because I don't know. Maybe just fear of the limelight, that's not my thing. I don't have to be in the limelight. I can again be in the cut and be perfectly fine. Um, and that's where I kinda like to stay. Um, I guess until the Lord, you know, chooses to develop me into being more than that or I guess get the confidence to do whatever I'm supposed to do, then that'll be it. But I don't know. I, I can't really, I can't explain that.
3: Okay. See, that is just different from, I don't, I can't, you know, I can't relate to that because I've always kind of been in a line, but it's not necessarily like that's something that I want to do. But it's like that whole vacation example, it's like you don't have a choice, what you're going to say, no, you know, so. Okay. And that's not one of my struggles. So I necessarily can't relate to that, but I can relate in other ways. So,
0: okay.
3: Anybody else? That came up, that came up to y'all talk, especially with you, because you'll be the first one to say, if I want it, I'm going to do it. And once I have my mindset, that's it. So it's like, once you have your mindset, why not work to apply that to other things? you know because that's how I am when I have something to say more than likely I'm going to say it and that's to me it's kind of all across the board unless I decide it, it's not the best time to say it so I don't you know so like Lindsay said about me texting you yeah, if I say I'm going to text you you're going to text
0: so yeah all right cool all right how important is it to um since we were just talking about you know people seeing things in us that we don't necessarily see in ourselves. So how important is it um, to have people to speak positively about you? Or um, how how important is it to speak positively about each other?
2: It is very, very, very important. Um, I'm gonna on both sides so if I am the one that needs the encouragement um depending on what it is like that one voice or maybe a couple voices whatever saying that, like now you got it like you're good like whatever really like do something like, all right let me try it then or let me go for it and see what happens um versus if I rely on my own self I'm going to sit in square one and never move um and being the person that is the encourager is also important because you never know that what you said to that person might have been all they needed. Like, you don't know where their mind was before you said something to them or whatever like that. But as soon as you speak life into that person or whatever, then boom, it just turns the whole situation around. So being a receiver and a giver is very important because um, it's needed.
0: Anybody
1: else? I think it's needful and I think it's necessary. Um, I think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, That I, if I went the wrong way with it, uh, let me know. But I believe like a hundred people can tell you you're doing a good job, but it's some people in your life where if they say it, it's like, wow, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if everybody feel this way. It's kind of like, go, go, uh, go sit down with that. Okay, mommy's doing something, go sit down. And um, I think that it is, that is crucial. The house was quiet, y'all, four hours before we started this. Um, I think it's crucial to have those voices um, because a lot of times people, I have found in life that people, people always, they say good, they say bad news travels faster than good news. me They say stop they say bad news travels faster than good news. And it almost seems like that people broadcast more of what you're not doing than what you are positively doing. And I think that's, and I think that sometimes, it is necessary to hear all of the pictures sometimes it's necessary to hear what you're doing wrong sometimes it's necessary to hear what you're doing right and it is so crucial for growth especially depending upon um who you you are um gary chapman has a book called the five love languages and words of affirmation is my love language you know it's different for different people but words of affirmation built me up. Now I'm not saying you guys tell me, oh, you're the best person in the world, but you know, just as simple as like, I think you're doing awesome. You know, it just, it, I don't know. It just gives you like, I mean, it even ties, it's so, it's it works so deeply. Like we fail to realize how deep positive affirmations were even in our kids' lives, even in our lives. You know, sometimes we have a reaction or it's even like how people say all the time, like you can always tell a woman who didn't have her father grown up with her because she searches and seeks for confirmation and affirmations in men that when you have that father you didn't you didn't need that because regardless of what everybody thought or said your foundation was so strong on what he said and i think it's it's pivotal it's even in our kids lives to to give positive affirmations even in in times of frustration
2: i'm gonna go ahead and mute Um, well, go ahead, over there. You can go first. No,
3: you had a follow up. Go ahead, because I mean I don't know what you're going to say. I might have something to say too.
2: I mean, kind of. Um, it it's really important in the kingdom as well because these streets don't love y'all. Like, <laughs> you have to <laughs> because yeah. I mean, it depends on where you're coming from or whatever. But like, people will lean on where they're getting the most support from. Even if it's shallow and it's not really anything good for them, just the mere appearance of, okay, these people love me, quote, or these people are supporting me, this is where I'm gonna draw to. But we're supposed to be drawing the people in. So if we're not showing that right, my support, positivity, love, all that, that's who they're gonna turn to, the the streets. (laughs) So it's just like, it's important um, not even to say just for drawing them in but keeping them in because that's what we're supposed to do. i was just supposed to be real and true to love and positivity that we show. So That's where I was also thinking about adding to it because you know you don't want to ever give the saying to the church a bad name which people have done countless times but we're not going to talk about that. But ultimately the love is supposed to be the greatest in the kingdom. The most genuine, the realist all that. So it's also important there as well because that's what it should be in the kingdom going higher, not in the streets getting worse and worse and stuff like that. So, yeah,
3: if, if we're just talking about in the church, I think it's most important in the church. So, I'm glad that you said that for the simple fact, like, well, for a lot of facts, but if they don't get it in the church, they're going to search for it elsewhere. Um, and like as you said, there are a lot of children, Well, she said girls, females that don't grow up with a the father, there's a lot of, or some people don't grow up with a mother, a lot of broken homes, there's a lot of people that have parents that don't get things at home, there's a lot of one parent, there's a lot of, there's so many adoptions, there's so many different situations um, that are at home. Yes, everything starts in the home, but the church is the foundation. Um, well, the home, is I'd like to say, is the foundation, but then the church is where you get a lot of stuff from. Um, and speaking into somebody um, is key. Um, And it's so important to to pay attention to what we are saying. Um, That whole saying that we learned, sticks and stones will break break my bones, but words can never hurt me. That is the most, I don't even know why they said that as kids, because it's just like, it's crazy. Words can do so much to a person. Um, And it's just so important that we, going back to what I said earlier, my tone. It's so important that it's not what we say, but it's how, it's how we say things to people. Um, because words sometimes don't leave people. Um, and it, words make a mark with people. And when people are getting support, they cling to that support. And everybody, everybody needs support in their life. Everybody needs love in their life. And how they are given that support, if they're given support, it means a lot. Um, sometimes people are not used to support. So it, it's kind of sad that they don't know like what real support is. Some people are not giving the correct love. They don't know what love is. So they really just accept anything. Um, and you're like, no, that's where the church comes in. Like, no, this is what it is. And also, if the church speaks these positive words to youth, to adults, whoever it might be, because just because you're 35, 40, don't mean that you don't need a positive word spoken to you. And some people who are adults had those things, those situations going on when they were younger and still searching for who we are and still searching for the right love and still out here just accepting anything. Because they're missing things from inside. It's like a puzzle piece that's missing pieces all over the place. You put together from afar. But when you come on that puzzle piece, it's missing so many little bits and pieces of puzzle when you're looking at it. So that's what the way I look at an adult who's missing things from their childhood, even from their adulthood. So it's really important to speak positively in church. That way, when they go out in the world, they're not out here looking for things. And even when something comes sideways, you're like, ah. Because you already kind of know what it is and what it ain't. So it's very important.
0: Okay. So speaking of all of that, and we just spoke about many different things from fatherlessness to um, love. We just touched on a lot of things. So why is it so hard for us to accept ourselves? Um, You know, a lot of us especially as women, we go through our depression. Oh, I don't have a man yet. So I feel like I have to go out and find a man, which um, <laughs> we don't need to be doing it, but um, I need to go out and find a man or I need to find love because I didn't have a father or, and w- which to me is always dangerous. Cause I'm like, if you don't, if you don't even know how to love yourself correctly, how could you How can you love someone else correctly? Um, So, anyway, my question is why is it hard for us to accept ourselves?
2: That's a good question. Um, And I think it can stem from a lot of things. Um, For some people, it can start as young as childhood. If Either you grew up in a household where you didn't feel like you were good enough to your parents or siblings, or maybe at school or something. Like, for example, this did not affect me at all. But people used to make fun of my single black when I was younger. I mean, hello. But if that, like, if I internalize that, then I might grow up thinking, like, oh, I'm just so ugly. I'll never be good enough, no one thinks I'm beautiful, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, I think it stems from different things, like, through your life's journey um and then when someone comes along it doesn't have to be like for a significant other just a friend or someone comes along and speaks in like opposite of something positive it's hard to accept because it's just like no because you learned all these negative things about yourself that you have come to accept that as your reality and not better for yourself so usually from my understanding it stems from like some part of your life's journey from like childhood all up to adulthood um and it's like when they were saying, word somebody can say something to you and it sticks with you for your entire life, for years and years and years, you know. So I think it depends on outside influences, on whether it's people you know. And sometimes it's just the standards of society, like looking in a magazine and they say if you're not a size zero, you ain't doing the right thing. Just stuff like that, you know. So it can be strangers that are saying things they're influencing people in certain ways that make you think this is how you should be uh, living and looking or whatever and even worse it could be people that you know um and trying to overcome all that and push through and you tell yourself that no you are better than that can be a struggle we have so many negative voices so i think that's a part of the reason
0: anybody else
2: I
1: agree with Bae. I think that sometimes it's the standards of society um, or sometimes it's the, uh, the pressures of the world, the biggest kid, um, the uh, pressures of the world, like Bae was talking about her skin complexion, like I know for a long time growing up, they used to tell me that I could smell everything with my nose and that my lips were super coolers and You know, for a long time, I used to say before the Lord saved me, I used to say I'm gonna get a nose job. Um, But I think that it's it's hard for us because of the world, the world standard of what they have done to the things. But God reminds us that we were created in the light, in His likeness and His image, and that we are all different. Um, And now I crack jokes on myself, like you know, you just got to. It's it's so hard for us to love ourselves because you have to. you have to accept the things, that accept the things in yourself because you know what's crazy about it is when you're confident in what you are regardless if it doesn't stand up to the beauty standards when you're confident people can't really make fun of you you're like they be trying to do it and you be like hey like it's like it, it misses like it's, it, it fails in comparison and i think it's hard for us to accept ourselves because we're trying to love ourselves by the world's way and not love ourselves by God's way. Um, and God reminded, he reminds us all the times, like, I called you friend. Like, God knows my name, you know what I mean? You ever go somewhere and you be hyped to see somebody hey. and they act like they don't know your name? People be low-key, when you text somebody and you got them on your heart and they text you back, who is this? My feelings low-key be hurt because I believe I you know this, stop playing. And, but God reminds us that he knows our name and it's hard because we don't accept ourselves for who we are. And we're looking at the standard of beauty, but it's just so much like even babe was talking about the, the complexion thing. Black is beautiful. Like back in the day, it wasn't now. Everybody want to be dark skinned. Like now people, I'd be so. You know that's a whole nother tangent. I'd be so confused because people will be putting on foundation that be two times their skin color so they can be dark or they get lips injections, but my lips too big. I don't be getting it. I just be so confused, but we just gotta love ourselves like God loved ourselves. Like we may not look like, I may not look like you. You may not look like me, but in your own likeness and the things that you have, you're beautiful. So I would say, me personally, is stop comparing yourself to what the world calls beautiful. But compare yourself to what God calls you. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, outside of like looks too. Um, I'm always also thinking about just like where you are in life. You know, these days everything is on social media, so a lot of the time, a lot of people are in competition. So. People, I've seen people like, oh my gosh, I'm 18, I finally got my own place. Okay, you robbed not your whole childhood. like <laughs> You haven't even lived, you know? But stuff like that is posted and people see it and stuff and they think that, wow, I am 25 and I ain't got my own place shared or whatever like that. And they feel like they haven't done nothing. And it's just like your journey is not their journey. First of all, half the time, you don't even know where they got the stuff from. They could have robbed a bank, ran up credit cards. You don't know. So it's just like that is that's, that's right apart right along with comparison because just because you haven't reached a certain part of life at your age or whatever does not mean that you're not good enough that you'll never get there or you're not gonna make it or whatever. So I mean that's a part of it too, because people tend to down themselves because they feel like we're all on the same journey and we're okay, I'm I'm here, you're supposed to be here. No, like everybody's different. God has different kind of all that, so I mean, I feel like if we learn to walk in the way that he wants us to walk on the path that he wants us for our specific lives, we'll learn better to accept um, ourselves and what he has for us, and not what he has for Albany and Zidiana, but me.
0: And um, yeah, I think social media has like really tainted a lot of things, because, um, like you said, you know. A lot of people will do things just for the mere fact of posting on social media, like, hey, I just got to escalate, but you pay paying $1,100 a month for the monthly payment. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, social media has really um, kind of, I guess, set the standard for how things should be, and that's not true. Um, Like you said, we are all on different paths Um, just because you got to, you know, your goal or you got to buying your home before I did doesn't mean, you know, anything. Um, So, yeah, we're social media. Jesus.
1: The worldly expectations is so crazy. Like y'all said, it's like people would rather get a 2000 Escalade. That's the paint is chipped. Instead of getting a 2020 Honda that ain't fully loaded that's going to last them for 20 years. It just blows my mind. And I think it's so crazy that people would do that. And then you pay almost $600 a month for something. and Now you can't even go out and enjoy, you know what I mean, our lives. And I think it makes it so hard for people to accept themselves because they're comparing themselves to people who only giving you highlights of their story. Like people showing you five and 10 seconds of your day of their day and y'all how many times have we seen rich people who drug overdose they kill themselves or they're struggling with certain things and that's not to say that we're not struggling with certain things it's just like they're not happy they're not happy on the inside it's like even after they get their picture perfect you ever meet somebody who get plastic surgery i ain't never met them i just seen them on tv Mm -hmm. And it's like, once they get one surgery, they keep going and going. It's like, they ain't never satisfied with who they are. And I think that just make it so crazy. I believe it was Najol or Yanni who said it was like, we see these people and it's like, I just lost my thought, but we see these people and it's like, they're not happy. They're not happy with who they are. And the world tells you like, oh, death to comparison. We have to stop comparing ourselves to people. And it's like, I did that when I turned 25 years old. I got into a rut and a depression because I felt like I should have been done with my master's degree, should have been done with my bachelor's degree. I just had different plans for myself. But you know what? My director sat me down and said, But did you not do what God told you to do? I was like, oh, Okay, since you are here listening to the Lord, I hear you, I see you. Um, and sometimes we need that reminder it's like, stop comparing yourself because. You are great in your own right, like Najuel said. She may be at home with her parents. I stay at home with my parents. Why would I move out of my mom's house to go into an apartment struggling when I could eat good food at their house and you know do certain things? You got a, an engineering degree. I don't care who else I'm staying in. I'm not going to be no engineer because the struggle is real. I just wanted to say that. But one thing I wanted
0: to say is we did the same thing spiritually and in church as well. Like We look at other people other people's calling, other people's anointings. And we try to compare that to believe that, oh, we can, we can do that. No, you don't know how many nights that person cried to get there. You don't know how many tests and trials they had to go through to get that anointing, how many, you know, depression and suicide. You don't know what people had to go through to, you know, get through to the other side of what God has called them to do. So stop comparing Looking at somebody and, again, like you said, not knowing their story and trying to compare yourself. No, that's not what God called you to do. He called you to be the drummer, so go be the drummer. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> you, y'all could go ahead. All of us is not meant to. All, all of us are not meant to be... Um, in positions, and I think we need to really understand that, like with positions and all that stuff, like there are certain attacks and you know storms that come with that. Why would you want to put that on yourself just to get an offering or just to be have the accolade of being a minister or a bishop? I don't understand that, but y'all can go ahead. I'm sorry,
2: I was just gonna say, I agree because, like. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not gonna get into this, but sometimes people are coveting title positions, and so of these people are faking the noise anyway. Hello, like I'm not saying like in necessarily our various churches, but like people who put themselves up there and whatever title they give themselves, like oh, yeah, I want to be apostle apostle too. Like, okay, this is a false prophet, that's what you want, you know, like you don't even know if they even living right in the first place and stuff like that, but I am not going to touch too much on that, but again, it's, it goes right back to the same thing of if that's what God wanted for you he would appoint you to do so and whatever his calling is for you in his kingdom, that is what you're supposed to walk in, you may not feel like nah, I'm, I'm meant for more than this or whatever but like, he knows the plans he has for you and why he has that you walk in and be patient, sit back and let it work
0: and you might not be ready for it yet, and you're trying to jump the gun. And you done went out there, and you didn't lay hands on somebody, and then you didn't got the whole demon from that person because you didn't <laughs> you didn't lay hands prematurely, and you wasn't ready. Now you got a whole demon that then jumped on you, and you wasn't. No, you gotta be just let the Lord. <laughs> Y'all go ahead.
1: <laughs> it was the whole demon for me, like. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I feel like... like but you know, it happens. Like, <laughs> you're joking, but it's dead serious. Yeah. If you want to say something, I mean, I think y'all hit the nail on the head. It's like, um, my friend Hezzy said, he was like, people are so focused on seeking the position and not seeking God. And we're in a generation where people are seeking position, but they don't have no anointing because they're not seeking God. They're not laying before God or they're not hearing from God. And it's like, again, I always believe... I don't think that I'm a jealous person. There might be some things I may pass by and be like, I've only been jealous on my hand. I can count once or twice. And it was a godly jealousy of just how somebody, their relationship, how deep their relationship was. But people see the manifestations and the rewards and the fruit, but people don't see how long it took that tree to grow. They don't see how long it took for them to till that land. And they don't also, they also don't see, it's so much that comes. And I'm sure y'all know, because all of y'all parents are elders or deacons. Um. Assistant pastors, I'm like, I don't, I cannot imagine sharing my deity with all them people. Jesus be a fence all around me every day. Um, like in the midnight hour, it's like Lord Jesus. Um, I can only imagine. And it's like people are seeking these things, and it's like what makes it so crazy is that it blows my mind, like Najo said, it's like, they they you want to be an apostle, and you not even looking with the correct eyes. Cause if I'm looking with my spiritual eyes that's not what you want for sure like at all so it's like man make sure we seeking god we're not seeking position or titles
0: i know we didn't say it a lot and went probably off this question (laughs) go ahead albany
3: i mean y'all pretty much said a lot i think social media um It's a big, 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 big part of why. um, Well, not. I don't know if it's hard on. I don't know if it's a big part of why we don't accept ourselves. It's a big part of why people um, do the things that they do in regards to ourselves. Everything is like I do it. Everything is like, oh, this food look good. Let me post it on Instagram. Oh, this food look good. Let me post it on. Everything is like a post. Everything that we do or we achieve, we have to post. And I'm not saying nothing's wrong with that, Uh, but social media makes us feel as though we have to be if everybody was a busy posting on social media you wouldn't do, you wouldn't know what Sally did on Friday so you wouldn't try to do the same thing on Sunday um so it's like everything social media um this kind of makes us <laughs> even like going back to what Joel was saying what Joe was saying about like you have to a certain image to be beautiful. You know, back then it was like, oh, light skinned boys. Now it's dark skinned boys and, and big boys instead of skinny boys. Now it's dark skinned girls instead of light skinned girls when it used to be light I mean, it's just, what's the next trend going to be? I mean, it's like, it's almost like a trend, honestly. Um, oh, now it's um big girls because Drake said BBW. I mean, like, it's before it was like they wanted the big girls. Now all of a sudden it's big girls. And it, it was the same thing with big guys. Now big guys are in. You know, so it's kind of like anything that's in, like mom says, like they call them Converse, but I guess now we call them Chucks. She was like, "Those was the poor people's shoes." <laughs> and when I told her and showed her how much one cost, she was like, oh, "No." <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that. It's like fashion. Like everything's kind of turning around. It's just so we try to keep up with the trends. We try to keep up, but they say the old people say keeping up with the Joneses. and really, the Joneses. Working in the area that I work, and you'd be surprised with Joneses they're paying to keep up with what they are keeping up with. Um, so it's like sometimes we try, and we may have to work in specific areas to know that. Just by knowing people, sometimes we look in. I had saw this thing that I was going to share, but I didn't. It was like sometimes the grass is green on the other side because it's fake, and that is a one hundred percent fact because people. Well, Dad worked on grass before, and he got cow manure and all this stinky junk. Just to make sure the grass looks a certain way, because certain people go and buy that grass called sod, and it's fake. You don't have to do that much to it, but it looks great. People, it look, it looks great, but there's a lot of stuff that's going on to the core. So it can look like this and that third, but it's not really what it is, and that's really what the thing is. Like even superstars, a lot of them have so many different situations that are going on. It It saddens me when I see, like, People saying that they feel this and they like superstars is going through this. And it's like you can have so much money in the world, it don't buy you happiness. You out here trying to see if your friend wants to, she really your girl, or she just wants 20,000. Is he really your boy, or he just want? To, is he really coming? Like it's just, it's really sad. Like it's just the way the world is, you know, like money doesn't buy things. People are unhappy, they don't like this, they want to fix this, you know. So it's just like pretty much everything y'all said, really. i believe. just repeat. Really <laughs>
0: Mm, I didn't mean to do that. Um so yeah, um <laughs> since I posted it there. Um I guess where where do most people um draw their self esteem from? What gives them identity? And we kind of just spoke on that social media. Um we feel that, you know, whatever social media says is the hot thing right now, you know, we pretty much have to do that. And then we lose, you know, so Self-esteem, like Nadal said earlier, we lose self-esteem about ourselves. We feel feel the need to go out and do what everybody else is doing in order to fit in. Um, And then we end up losing ourselves and our true identity. Um, Let me say, I don't think that's
3: everybody. When I read this, I thought you were going to ask another question, but you said that we were already answering. I don't think that's everybody. So I do want to make that clear. I think it comes from a root of a lot of things. I don't think that everybody tosses to and fro because of what social media says, so, so I do want to
0: say that. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Um. Anybody have a uh, last question? What um, what is one thing that motivates you the most every day, naturally or spiritually? I mean, spiritually for
2: me, I guess spiritually for me, what my motivations would be like if something was spoken over my life, or I know that something's come um, by the word of the Lord, then I'm looking forward to it. Even if some days I may look like, nah, this is not happening. Or so and so might have said the Lord told him this, and I don't see it. But um, knowing and believing that word is, I guess, would be my spiritual motivation. And naturally, I don't know my parents like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and I've learned to self motivate as well because eventually, like I was saying earlier, anybody can say that you can do something, but if you don't believe in yourself, then you most likely won't do it. Or if you're just doing it because someone said it, you might not do it well because you're doing it because they said it and not because you believe it in yourself. So that was that's my interesting short.
3: I would just say spiritually, like just knowing that there's a greater reward, which is heaven, just to keep it short. And um, financially, because there are things I want to, I mean, I'm sorry, naturally, financially, that goes together for me. Um, and just things that I want to do. Like sometimes I'm just like, sometimes we just live like, like, I just like, if there are more that you want, um, and just think about that, you know, and there is more. So just keeping in mind that there is a goal that I want to do things that I'd like to live as the Lord don't come for us all to do and see things. So that motivates me to just be like, all right, time to get it together. Let's roll. And that's pretty much it.
1: She said it, that great getting up morning. Won't be long now, Saying soon and very soon. That is my motivation, though, the Holy Ghost for real, seriously. Spiritually, the, that's that's my motivation to keep going even when things look hard or I feel a bit overwhelmed phys, physically. Naturally, mm. probably my children. Um, my children and my husband. I have two girls and I don't want them to feel like they can't go out and succeed or be successful or they have to wait for a man to take care of them. I don't say it's not good. y'all. I'm just saying have your own, Um, you know, um, then they motivate me every day um, because when you have kids and girls, um, my kids tell me everything, everything that I do, they think it's the greatest. I make them breakfast. Mom, you're so awesome because you made me breakfast. I love you um and that draw back to that comment you said of positive affirmations um they just can make me continue and then to be honest you know it motivates me to go to work because i want that paycheck the first and the 16th i need my money so it motivates me every day to get up and log on to that computer um, to do but certain things too, I think it's important to uh, I think it was my joke who said it's to be a self motivator too because there are gonna be some times where you don't feel like you got nobody in your corner, you gotta be all right, sis, put them shoes on, let's go because we got to do this. <laughs> um, so those are the things the so Holy Ghost, my family, my children. Um, oh, I said my husband too motivates me too because I don't know sometimes I feel like in this thing, the husband is a provider, but I don't want him to work himself to death and then we get old and i be out here by myself because he's been working so dead. Um, so he's my motivation, you know, to become successful as well, that, you know, he can relax a little bit.
0: And, um, for me, I guess spiritually, my motivation is seeing everything that is, um, going on around us, you know, it is just makes me, um, you know, see even the more that the Lord is seeing to come and everything that he spoke in his word, um, is fulfilling, um, So that's my motivation just to, uh, you know, as we see everything unfolding is just to even get more and more, you know, deeper rooted in the Lord. Um, Naturally, it's pretty much like Alvin you know, there's there's so much more, you know, than I guess what I put my little brain to sometimes. There's so much more you can I can achieve so much more money to be made so much more um, that I could be doing. That I am not doing. Um, So, you know, it's just time to um, put our best efforts and our foot forwards and, um, you know, just go ahead and step out on faith, do, you know, what the Lord calls us to do or what we feel to do. And yeah. So, that was pretty good, guys. Pretty good. Pretty good. Clap it up. All right, so i'm I'm gonna go eat, so <laughs> y'all be blessed by the best, and hopefully we will uh be back next week. all right all right, be blessed.